Hey everybody, this is Linda Weber with Soul Purpose Ministries right here in Coshocton, Ohio, good old USA. Glad that you t tuned in and uh, hopefully you're tuning in every week. And uh, sh what you should do is get hold of us and let us know that you're watching because it's always good to get to know people. Um, you know, so you can, you can contact us through my website, which is spministries.com, or go to YouTube, look us up there, Soul Purpose, S-O-L-E, Purpose Ministries, or just look up my name, Linda Weber, 1B and Weber. And, uh, but get, get hold of us, send your prayer request in, because we do pray over those, and, uh, and uh, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get me a, uh, a prayer request bowl or something. And we're going to start putting those prayer requests in there and uh, start praying over them after, you know, for, and we'll, we'll start taking them out as, as prayers get an answered, right? Because uh, we see a lot of good things happen. So let me get started right into this because time flies. It goes so fast. And uh, I got a lot to talk about tonight. I want to talk about um, some miracles that Jesus did, actually. <clears throat> some people say that, that miracles uh, faded out with the last apostles or, you know, uh, Jesus doesn't heal everybody or, well, we know he doesn't. Be, uh, he wants to. Let's put it this way. God's will is that you be healed. God's will is that you be healed. And you people, I have Facebook Live going on, so if I'm looking back and forth, that's why, okay? I have some people here, but we have the TV going on and then Facebook and, and YouTube. So anyway, um, let's get right into the word. In John chapter uh, 14, verse 10, Jesus said, Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. So he's saying he lives in me and he works through me. See, and, and Jesus, Jesus said that, that those that believe in me are going to do the same things that I do and even greater things than these because I go to my Father. You know, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you should have miracle signs and wonders following you. They should be accompanying you. You ought to be out there on the streets laying your hands on the sick and seeing healings take place. You should be, uh, you know, casting out devils, speaking with new tongues. Well, that tongues is of the devil, really. Well, I, I, I don't serve the devil and I speak in tongues, you know. I mean, I know where tongues came in Acts chapter 2. On the day of Pentecost, when tongues came, now you show me in Scripture where the tongues was turned over to the devil. Just show me that. Comment, let me know where that, where that comes from, okay? Anyway, that's just religion liking to argue with you, just like they did with Jesus. You know, as the religious people, it always came against him. But, uh, so he's saying that, that he lives in me and he performs his miracles of power through me. So see, God is going to come to you. And because Jesus said, no man can even come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I'll raise him up at the last day. So God is going to come to you, and when you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you receive Jesus into your heart, then he's going to come inside of you, okay? Now he wants to work through you, all right? You're the temple of the Holy Ghost, all right? You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives inside of you, okay? And he wants to work through you. These are his hands, his mouth, his eyes, you know. Nothing's going to get done on this earth unless we do it. He, his spirit working through us, okay? Jesus already did everything he was going to do. 
He, he died, he rose from the dead, and he's seated at, seated at the right hand of God. And he said before he left, when he got done dying, you know, when he did everything he was going to do, hanging on the cross, he said, it is finished. He did everything he needed to do. Now it's up to us. That's why there's no ending to the book of Acts, because he's still working through us. We're writing the book of Acts, okay? So you're the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're not your own. You're bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus. You know, <clears throat> do you remember the time when you said, I, Lord, I, I give you my life. I give, you, I give you my life. Lord Jesus, come into my heart, right? I give you my life. Well, if you truly surrendered, you're not your own. You're bought with a price. So now you're on this earth to fulfill a, a mission, to fulfill the plan and the purpose that God has for you, you know? So I don't know why people think they can come down here, you know, that they just need to. They give their life to Jesus. Lord, I give you my life. I surrender all. I surrender all. And then, oh, I don't want to go to that church meeting tonight. I want to, I got to go to that ball game, you know. Come on, people. Oh, I, I can't go tell people about Jesus. I got to go shopping with Susie, you know. Seriously, what is, man, stop being up and down and all around. Either you gave your life to Jesus or you didn't. You know what I mean? So he has a great plan for you, every one of you. He said, I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans for hope and a future. You know, he, he said, before, while I was forming you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before I even formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. You see, he had a plan before he was forming you in your mother's womb. But it's up to you. What you want to do? How far do you want to go with him? What do you want to do? You know, but I, as for me, I want everything that heaven has for me. If Jesus said I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Amen. So you're God's ambassador, as though Jesus were making His appeal through you. Okay, because Jesus said those that believe in me are going to do the same things that I do, and even greater things than these, because I go to my Father. So I want to get into some miracles that Jesus did. And, uh, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing. So I want to read the word of God to you. Because in Jeremiah 1.12, God said he watches over his word to perform it. All right. One of the miracles was um, actually, let's go to John uh, chapter 2. This was the very first miracle that Jesus ever performed. Okay. So uh, some people say that Jesus, you know, did miracles when he was growing up. Stuff. There's no biblical proof of that because right here it will tell you. Okay, in John chapter 2, on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does, what does um, your concern have to do with me? In other words, he said, my hour has not yet come. And in verse 5, he said, his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. It's too bad that, you know, some of you, God has told you to do something. And all you got to do is do it, you know. But you're running from meeting to meeting looking for another word when God already told you what to do. Why don't you go back to the last thing that he told you to do and do that? Do it. Just do it. Don't look for something new when you haven't even accomplished what he told you to do, you know, to begin with. All right? So his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, 
do it. Okay? Now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, every man at the beginning uh, sets out the good wine, and when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. The beginning, this beginning of signs, or this first miracle, Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. So the very first miracle was right here. Jesus turned the water into wine, and it was a miracle of provision, okay? He is Jehovah Jireh, your provider, you know? So whatever uh, need that you have, you know, he is El Shaddai, the God of plenty, the God of more than enough, okay? All right, so that's one of the miracles here in John. Now let's go to chapter 4, all right? And uh, this is where Jesus he, uh, healed the rich man's son. Let's go to chapter 4 of John and verse 46. So Jesus came again to Canaan of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. And when he heard that Jesus had come out of Galilee, or out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and implored him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son lives. Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, one o'clock in the afternoon, the fever left him. Okay, so the father knew that it was the same hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed and his whole household. This, again, is the second miracle or second sign Jesus did when he had come out of Judea into Galilee. Okay? So the first miracle he did was turning water into wine, a miracle of provision. Second miracle was healing the nobleman's son. Okay? And listen, that was from a distance. Some people say, well, can I stand in for somebody for prayer? Oh, absolutely you can. And I've seen it myself. I had a, a man come in one time and he wanted to stand in for his sister. His sister was home dying of stage four cancer, okay? So he came up in the prayer line and he said, can I stand in for my sister? I said, yes. So I laid my hands on him. I, I prayed, I cursed that cancer that was in his sister's body. This is from a distance, just like Jesus told him, your son's healed, you know? So anyway, he went home that night and well, on his way home that night, his sister called him, and she said, I don't know what happened to me tonight at the seventh hour, right? I don't know what happened to me tonight, but all of a sudden, I started feeling great. So the, the, to make a long story short, the woman ended up going and having this test done, and the doctor said, there's no trace that you ever had cancer. I mean, she was healed from a distance. I laid my hands on this man, her brother, 
and she got healed through that from a distance see god does listen there's no set way to heal people or we don't know how god's going to do it matter of fact if you give him 10 ways to heal somebody he'll do number 11 right so that is another uh, miracle in the book of John that Jesus did. Now let's go over to, to let's just keep on reading. Let's go right into to chapter 5 here. And this is where he healed a blind man, okay? I mean, uh, he healed a crippled man by the pool. All right. In John chapter 5, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. Okay, In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had okay trying to work up a sneeze here and we don't want to do that right okay now in verse 5 chapter 5 verse 5 now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years when jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already had been in that condition a long time he said to him do you want to be made well? How about you tonight? Do you want to be made well? You know, I, I'm just asking a question, just like Jesus asked him. I don't assume when somebody comes into my meeting and they're in a wheelchair, I don't assume that they want to be healed, okay? Matter of fact, I, and, and when it's anybody comes in my prayer line, I ask them, what would you like the Lord to do for you? You know, I don't assume because somebody's in a wheelchair that they want out of that wheelchair. I don't assume that if somebody has a broken arm, they want healed. I've, I've had so many things happen, and I've had people that don't even want to be healed. They came up for something else. They don't even want to be healed because they're receiving a disability check. I've had that happen, and I know other preachers had it happen. It's like, are you kidding me? You'd rather receive a stinking little check from the government rather than receive a healing and go out and be a useful person you know in society come on no my goodness what's wrong with people you know so he asked jesus asked him he said do you want to be made whole you know the sick man answered him sir i have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up but while i'm coming another one steps down before me jesus said to him rise take up your bed and walk See, he already told Jesus he wanted to be healed. So Jesus said, okay, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. Isn't that something? And right now, rise and be healed. Rise and be healed right now in the name of Jesus. You know, there's somebody out there watching right now. You want to be healed. Do you want to be healed? Yes. Then receive your healing right now in the name of Jesus. We make this harder than what it is, people. I'm telling you right now. Now let's go over to chapter 9 in, in John, in the book of John. Let's go to chapter 9. I'm reading five miracles that Jesus did in the book of John, okay? Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sent this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Now, I, I must do, work the works of him who sent me while it's day. 
The night is coming when no one can work. You know, we found that out the past year. I mean, you know, <laughs> they were trying to shut the churches down. Well, they would still shut them down if they could. And who knows? We still don't know what's up ahead. But uh, we need to get out there right now while we can. You know, Jesus said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it's day. The night is coming when no one can work. You know, we don't know what's up ahead. We need to get out there now and be about our father's business, right? We need to be out there now about our father's business. And um, so he said, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said these things, he spit on the ground and made clay with the saliva. Oh, I, I'm feeling a spitting anointing right now. Does anybody here need a healing? You know, <laughs> isn't that terrible? I feel a spitting anointing. Oh, man. So he spit on the ground and made clay with the saliva, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Okay? The blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear. I'm telling you, there is nothing is impossible for God. You know, he created your body, and he knows how to fix it right? Well, Linda, the doctor said, I don't give a rip what the doctor said. I believe the report of the Lord. I believe the word of God. And if First Peter 2.24 says, by the stripes that Jesus bore on his body, you are healed. Receive that healing right now in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. All right. So now let's go into chapter 11. And we're in the book of John. We're going to five miracles that Jesus did in the, in the book of John. Okay, and this is when he raised the dead. He raised Lazarus from the dead. Okay, now uh, chapter 11. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of, Le of Bethany. No, actually, let me, uh, let me go over here. Let's go over to uh, verse 38 because I, I would be reading. You guys know the story of Lazarus, right? Um, so, you know, Mary and Martha, they had sent for Jesus because their brother died, Lazarus, and Jesus was friends with them, with Mary and Martha and Lazarus, and um, so Jesus waited four days before he went. Okay, now let's see what happens. In verse 38, chapter 11, then Jesus, again, groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It says Jesus wept when he came to the tomb. But, you know, people say, oh, he was so sad that Lazarus died. He knew he was going to raise him from the dead, you know. You know why Jesus wept? Because of their unbelief. Because, you know, they didn't believe. Oh, you, if, my, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Well, don't you believe that I can raise him from the dead? You know what I mean? Come on, people. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, faith pleases God. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Because those that come to him must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He wants you to believe in him, okay? And Jesus said, when you pray... Believe, when you pray for something, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. When you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. Pray, believe it right then, okay? When you, when you pray for it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get it one day. No, just believe that you receive it. Just believe, simply believe, okay? In verse 38, Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by, the time, by this time there's a stench, for he's been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, 
you would see the glory of God? Now, listen to this in verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes. Now listen to this. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Okay? I thank you that you've heard me, and I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. See, he's saying right there, Father, I thank you that you heard me. When you pray, do you believe that Jesus heard you? Do you believe when you pray? Huh? You know, that's what he's saying. Father, I thank you that you've heard me. Okay, so now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes and with his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. <laughs> That's five miracles that Jesus performed in the book of John. Now, John said if, if all the things that Jesus did when he was on this earth were written down, there wouldn't even be books enough to contain it. So we know that he, he did a lot of miracles when he walked this earth. But, you know, nothing is impossible for him. The lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. What did Jesus tell us? He said, go lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. He said, go cast out devils, set people free. He set Lazarus loose from death. He said, loose him, untie him. He come out of that tomb and he was all wrapped up in grave clothes. And Jesus said, loose him, you know, get that stuff off of him, set him free. Jesus came to set us free. So if, if you're bound up tonight in addiction or, or something that's binding you, the devil's got a yoke on you of bondage of some sort, Jesus can set you free right now. Right now with one touch, one, one prayer, he can set you free. Now, I want you to keep that in mind. I'm going to pray for some people here tonight, you know. I've seen too much. I've seen miracles that Jesus said. You know, Jesus said, those that believe in me. They're going to do the same things that I do and even greater things than these because I go to my Father. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. You, believer, born-again believer, you should be operating in the power of God. Anybody can give an eloquent sermon, but do you have the power of God to back that up? Jesus said in Acts 1.8, he said, You shall receive power or boldness when the Holy Ghost comes upon you to be my witnesses. You shall receive power boldness when the Holy Ghost comes upon you to be my witnesses. Amen? Hallelujah. Some of you just need the mighty baptism in the Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus, you know, John the Baptist said, I baptize you with water under repentance, but there's coming one after me whose sandals I'm not even worthy to untie. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Some of you just need that mighty baptism. Now let's go over to Ephesians uh, while I'm wrapping this up here. Let's go over to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Listen, all of these things that Jesus did, he said, you're going to do the same things that I did. We are his body. 
Christ as the head, but when God raised Jesus from the dead, he raised him and he raised us up with him. That's why we're seated in heavenly places with Christ right now. He's the head and we're the body. But listen, the head can't do anything. If you took my head off my body, I don't have any hands, I don't have any feet, I can't go do anything without my body, right? So we are the body of Christ. Nothing's going to be done unless we do it. I'm here tonight to pray for you. What's going on? What's, what's going on with you? But you know, the most important thing is if you don't even know this Jesus that I'm talking about, that's the first and foremost and most important thing. You know, the Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, eternal separation from God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible also says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's you, right? If you want to receive this gift that God has for you right now, listen, if you don't know 100% sure that you're going to go to heaven, and the only way that you're going to get to heaven, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. The Bible says that God is patient. He's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Just turn to him right now. I'm telling you, you've already made a mess of your life. You don't, you, you listen, you ain't going to go nowhere without him. You need Jesus in your life. I want to lead you in a prayer right now. There's no set prayer that leads you to God, but I'm going to help you right now to connect you up with him. Just repeat this prayer after me. Say it out loud and mean it from your heart. Just say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean with the blood of Jesus. I believe that Jesus is God's son, that he died for me, that he rose from the dead, and he's coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. I'm saved, I'm forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Now, Father God, I ask that you would seal each person that prayed that prayer, seal them with the blood of Jesus that not one of them will be lost. Find you a good Bible-believing, uh, spirit-filled church. Start attending there. Get you a Bible. Start reading it because this is where you're going to get spiritual growth right here. Connect up with us, spministries.com. Uh, you know, connect up with us and, and let us know what God's doing in your life, especially if you just prayed that prayer with me. Let us know, and uh, we'll keep you in prayer. Okay, uh, go to our YouTube channel, uh, you know, and look up Soul Purpose Ministries, S-O-L-E Purpose Ministries, and, uh, or look up my name, Linda Weber, 1B and Weber, and uh, you'll see all the, some videos on there and, uh, you know, just all kinds of stuff. We just want you to connect up with us. Email us, web726 at gmail.com. Now, some of you are out there tonight, and you're sick in your body. You have pain. There's people who have a headache right now, and I just command that headache to go. In Jesus' name, you just go from that person. In the name of Jesus, Satan, loose these people in Jesus' name. Loose them. I command every disease and sickness to go from their bodies. For 1 Peter 2.24 says, By the stripes that Jesus bore on his body, we are healed. And, Lord, I thank you right now that your healing virtue goes through that camera, that they are set free, they're healed and delivered. In Jesus' name. Listen, God loves you so much. 
um, you know, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. He loves you. We love you. Connect up with us. Let us know what God's doing in your life. If you have a prayer request, send that to us so we can be praying for you. Jesus said, if two of you on earth agree on anything, in my name, my Father in heaven will give it to you. Hey, God bless you. Go to spministries.com and connect up with us. And we'll see you next time. Okay, bye-bye.